listening to Season 3, Episode 6. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Shop. In this episode, I am going to switch it up again a little bit because I kept talking so much that it ended up quite long, so I figured I'm going to break it into its own solo episode. And that goes for Episode 7 as well, which will be coming shortly. So today I am speaking with Leona from Indie Roller. Leona has been a guest before, but I invited Leona back because she is such a big part of the indie business community. She speaks to so many business owners and I thought it would be valuable to hear how she's coping with this time and what advice she has for us. So I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. Before we dive straight in, I just wanted to say that I would love to hear where you are tuning in. As always, tag me on small underscore business underscore collaborative. And now let's dive straight into today's episode. Hello, Leona. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast again. I know, how exciting. I didn't know I would be back this quickly. Yay! (laughs) Yay! So just a bit of a strange time. So I decided to dedicate season three to kind of seeing how people are doing during this time, how they're coping, what's happening, what's going on, sort of thing. So yeah, a bit different, but I think it would be good. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's I think everyone just wants to know what everyone's doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is inspirational, I think, to hear. Yeah, and almost like kind of um, reassuring as well. A- absolutely. Do you want to do a quick introduction in case we have someone that is new that, that hasn't yeah. listened to your first episode? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name's Leona and I run Indie Roller, which is a truth-telling, secret-sharing, myth-busting community for indie biz owners. And an indie biz owner is generally a creative business owner who works on their own, probably from home. Uh, they could be a designer maker, a food entrepreneur, uh, really a whole range of um different uh, skills and interests uh, in their business. But the the main thing that Indie Roller does is we uh, support people who work on their own. So um, I started it back in 2017 when I just felt very alone in my business. Uh, You know, I was working up to, you know, seven, eight hours a day in a room on my own, running a business where it was a... um, a subscri- I forgot the word for subscription then. It was a subscription <laughs> box called Lucky Dip Club. And uh, I just felt lonely. And it didn't feel like a very sexy or shiny thing to say on Instagram at the time. Mm. Um, but when I finally did say it out loud, it, it seemed that uh, others, uh, some others did feel the same. And so that's kind of where it started. And uh, I did a Kickstarter last year in which I wrote a handbook for indie biz owners and that went out at in October of last year. And so I thought I had my year planned out yeah. <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. So um, so when you invited me to come on to this short episode today to talk about how things have potentially changed uh, since the coronavirus pandemic, I thought, oh, God, yeah, this would be great to kind of say all this stuff out loud. so what has changed because obviously it was a pretty sat plan with a book and the membership and everything 
but now people's feelings and you know where they're at is completely different to then yeah I mean the com- the conversation it has changed for sure I mean I had each month mapped out based on a chapter of the book so for example in January it was about branding you know uh, talking about your why mm. and then uh, February planning um and following on like that and uh, to us to a certain extent what I'm finding is that it's almost the same topics mm. but with a slightly different viewpoint now because my big thing when I talk to independent business owners is I'm very much a bigger picture person um, because a lot of my members or clients they often tell me that they uh, feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. uh, they don't have much clarity you know they don't have clarity around what it is that they want to do yeah. so I spend a lot of time saying you know zoom out and we look at the bigger picture whereas right now I don't know maybe that is useful but actually the conversations that I'm having is that there's feels like there's more comfort in thinking about the day-to-day yes I've had that like you know what can you focus on this week tell me three things and that is giving people more reassurance than thinking about what your business is going to look like in any year's time what it's going to give you and what you're going to share yeah, it's um, it, it's hard to do that, and I, I, I almost think like the conversation will go back to that. Yeah. But you know, it, we're we're obviously here in the UK right now, and we have been on, I guess, what's been called lockdown for three weeks now. Terrible uh, word. Yeah, yeah, I know. Really, uh, startling, isolating. Oh, it's called self-isolating. It's, the language around the whole thing is, uh, really not very comfortable at all. No. Um, so uh, we're on our fourth week because we took our. Um, sorry, it's my phone ring. I didn't realize that was my phone. I, I should have put it on airplane mode, but I've turned it off. Um, so uh, we're on our fourth week because we took our daughter out of nursery the week before the government kind of told us all about the lockdown because we just felt it was the right thing to do at the time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I feel like we're three to four weeks into this, and I feel like right now um, I am into the idea of being in the moment with my business as well Mm. as looking at the bigger picture so you know that almost like you like you just said what are the three things you can do this week and I would almost chunk it down even further like for me it's almost it's even more of a moment by moment thing Mm. like my really honoring the feelings that I'm having yeah ebb and the flow the up and the down the roller coaster I mean that's why indie roller is called what it is yet that roller coaster feels even more out of control right now because there are things happening around the world that are completely beyond our control yeah so you know, what can you do as firstly a human being and secondly a business owner and again this is this is what indie roller stands for it's about seeing ourselves as the human beings behind the businesses because without without us the businesses don't exist so my big thing has always been about um uh going beyond self-care kind of uh self-compassion you know really being kind to yourself through the process through this roller coaster of running a business um and so it's almost like I feel like that's even more magnified right now um so I I feel like yeah it's what's working for me right now is almost taking it moment by moment, day by day, mm. and and really listening to myself and 
if I don't want to, if I have nothing to say on Instagram, then I'm not going to say anything on yeah, Instagram. I, I've <laughs> done that because also, I don't know if you've had this, but I've had, you know, where I wake up, I feel good. I have set all the best intentions for that day. And then I make the mistake or like turning the radio on or looking at something I shouldn't be looking at, like the news, and then I get nothing done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I, yeah. It's funny, I did um, uh, Catherine Erdley's uh, Future Retail Summit. I can't remember what it was called now. Oh, Retail Resilience. Yes, Retail Resilience, like uh, last week or the week before. It's really hard, isn't it? Or it's kind of days are rolling into one. But, yeah. Um, uh, uh, the kind of the conversations that we had... On that, we were talking. Um, oh, sorry, I can hear my I can hear my daughter. Oh, I totally lost track of what we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what was the thing that you just said before? Retail resilience. You were talking about when you did your talk with oh, Catherine. That's it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Um, no need to cut this out, Therese. No, no. I think I'm this is human. This is yeah, the way yeah, it cool, is. Cool. Um, <laughs> So I, I went back and told the story of when I was running my business through the financial crash of 2008. Yeah. Because at that time, I had a product-based business. We had a shop, a retail outlet just off of Brick Lane, uh, which also had a workshop where we made personalized products. I had four or five members of staff. We wholesaled to over 200 shops. You know, it was, it was a big deal. And then 2008 happened. Mm. And I said to her, it was really funny because at the time it was before this kind of 24 hour news streaming and social media as we know it today. So I would come in in the morning. I would always get in early before any of my staff arrived half an hour, you know, put the kettle on, have a cup of tea. And I sit at my computer and my, um, my home screen on the computer was always the BBC News. So I would read that whilst I had my cuppa and it was just dire mm. at the time. And I would read it, but then I would switch it off. Yeah. And I would go about my day. And I w- there just wasn't that constant stream of information. Yeah. I like, you know, and I had members of staff, I had commitments, we had orders that we had to get out. So in a way you know, kind of taking in that small bit of news at the beginning of the day and then switching it off really served me to keep going. And now all these years later, I look back on that year, it was actually one of our best years financially, which sounds bizarre, but we did okay that year. And I'm shrugging my shoulders right now. (laughs) Well, I actually think that quite a few indie businesses are doing okay right now. Yeah. I I mean, it's not all gloom. It's actually quite inspiring talking, doing what this, these little mini episodes and interviews. Because it's like, people are actually doing okay. Some people are, of course, there's people that are very hit by this. And, but it's not everyone. And I think it's so nice to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, it's like, so where I am now with Indie Roller, there are a few things that I was going to be working on um, Mm. at this point in the year. And I was actually coming out of a bit of a difficult time in my own business where I, I don't want to dwell on it too much, but I, 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 I made a bit of a crap decision in my business at the end of last year. And so I was just kind of getting through that and getting over it 
just when this happened Mm. and it's funny because when it did happen I was just like oh god I just I wanted to just curl up and hide I was just like I this is all too much now I want to literally throw my laptop in the sea and be done with it all so I had a day on the sofa um I watched the whole of uh, Ozarks it's like one of my favorite uh <laughs> series came out on Netflix it was like perfect timing yeah so I watched all of that in one day and then the next day I, I woke up in the morning and I was just like you know I just started having ideas of how I could help people so I did the I did some round tables to start with I thought go back to basics hmm. what do I know that has really worked well for my community that has really supported them and I thought back to a couple of years ago when I was running what I call round tables which are simply a zoom call where people um come in I mean that's the thing now zoom like everyone knows what it is like you yeah speak to someone about a month ago and mention zoom and they <laughs> just go what but now, yeah. like everyone knows what zoom is which is great even my boyfriend now now knows what it is which is hilarious um yeah everyone. So, so, yeah so a round table is literally just a zoom call but what it does is for me it was always just that kind of that deeper connection than what you can get on a Facebook group. So mm-hmm. Facebook groups in um, the indie biz world, in the craft world, in, in you know lots of different niche areas, Facebook groups have really uh, become brilliant over the past few years for people to connect and communicate and collaborate. Like they, it, they really are. I think they saved Facebook a few years ago. Mm. But actually, when you get on that Zoom call and you see people's faces and you chat in real time and you can see facial expression and all that stuff, it's just that deeper level of connection. So I thought, right, I'm going to offer up a couple of these. I'm just going to stick it on Instagram. I'm going to put it out there on Facebook. Whoever wants to click the link and join us, let's just chat. Let's bounce ideas. Let's have a giggle. Like there's no specific topic. We're not going to like focus on selling or branding. Mm. Let's just connect as humans behind the brands. And so I did about four of those and they were brilliant. And there were, there were tears, there was laughter, there were brilliant ideas. Like one girl kind of was talking about how she wanted to um, rebrand self-isolating as a home retreat for her business, which she's like a coach, but she does like art therapy sessions for children. Yeah. And she was like, so she was talking about how she was seeing it. And, you know, everyone in the chat box was just like, oh God, this is amazing. Like, I feel so different already like changing the language yeah. around it so just that just that way that when you you know it's like brainstorming but you're all just chatting in real time it, they were so great and from that human connection it was only four sessions over two weeks but those lit like that really did lift me out of a of a kind of I don't know what to do slump like literally I can't cope with this it was just that tiny bit of connection and from that I've um I've now created a digital boot camp, um, which I was gonna do anyway. So this is another thing, Therese. I think it's that thing right now, like, you know, everyone's like pivot, adapt, or hide, or run away, or like do whatever it yeah. is that you feel you want to do. Um, but I'm kind of just the conversations I'm having with people, it's like they're just feeling like, oh well, there was always this thing that I wanted to do, but I never had the time or it didn't feel right, or and now all of a sudden it's kind of speaking to me. And yeah. I'm like do you know what? I spent, I challenged myself in 2019 to spend the year 
not making a single physical product because I'd been a product-based business for 15 years and I just I just wanted to change it up a little bit Mm. and so I tried loads of different digital ways to uh, expand my business to create different revenue streams build brand awareness and I've never really kind of talked about that process and actually I suddenly it feels like that is something that could be super relevant to a lot of people right now yeah of course because you know you, you have pivot pivot and change whatever it is that you you want to call it you've done it so many times now you know you must have learned so much along the way yeah it's like um I can let I can let go of stuff I can let go of things when they're not working hmm. I can um I can, I'm not, I'm not afraid to try things. I'm not afraid to experiment. And I don't mind if I get stuff wrong. Like I don't ever feel like embarrassed or like I failed. I basically just see independent business as a playground. It's, Mm. it's a creative playground and it's what keeps me excited. If I'm excited, my customers are excited. And that doesn't mean I always get it right. In fact, like I mentioned earlier, sometimes I get it monumentally wrong. And sometimes that's the biggest learning. Yeah, actually. but if you don't try, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I you know, uh, when I closed down my first business and I didn't, um, I didn't work for a year afterwards. That because my first business it was it did really well financially, but unfortunately the cost was looking after myself. And yeah. we talk about burnout a lot. I mean, this was mad burnout. Like I literally took to my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, like seeing like almost like my resilience then that there was the bounce back took a year. Whereas now like something that the thing that I've just gone through recently, like I've, I've managed to like really flex that resilience muscle to come back, to own it and to say, you know, I don't always get it right, but I'm always trying. Like I love the indie community and <laughs> Sometimes I think that's my downfall, actually. It's like I run my businesses too wholeheartedly. Like if I don't completely love something, I can't do it, Therese. Like it's it's like if I feel like I don't, if I feel something isn't delivering, if I feel something might not be quite working, it's like I just feel like I'm on that. It's not not perfectionism really, but just really that kind of like, let's look at it from another angle. Let's try something different. Let's, well, yeah, pivot. Okay. <laughs> Um, so to me, I guess, I, well, you know what they call it in the startup world, it's called being agile. Yeah. And I guess that I think that independent businesses, we, that's one of our superpowers is that we're mega agile. Um, and it's the thing that is exciting right now, I think too, like yeah. seeing all these businesses coming up with ways, you know, yoga teachers all of a sudden being online and, you know, like all these all sorts of business owners coming up with a way to keep their businesses going. It's amazing. Well, that's the thing. And it's like, I think the digital sphere has been there and available to people for such a long time. But when you're really busy delivering Mm. a service or a physical product, it's always on your kind of to-do list, like the 10th, the 10th thing down on your to-do list is like, you know, try an online workshop or create a PDF or, you know, all those things that you could be doing to add another revenue stream. But actually, there's no kind of immediate drive to make that happen. Yeah. Whereas kind of 
it's funny because I see a lot of people like, especially um, in maybe like the business uh, service industry, like it's like you have to choose whether you serve product-based businesses or service-based businesses. But I see it a little bit differently in that we're building brands and brands can span it all. Like Mm. once you know who your customer is, you know why it is that they love what you do and why you engage with them, whether that's you're solving a problem for them or, you know, it doesn't really matter what it is, but you know who they are and they love what you do. Then it's all about getting really creative with all the different ways you can serve them. And that can be a physical product. It can be virtual. It can be anything. And to me, that is really exciting. Yes. I think it all is super exciting. I I love hearing (laughs) all these things. How do you feel that the community is feeling? Like, are people, like, personally, I found that people were quite unsure and unsettled for the last couple, first couple of weeks of the lockdown or as I don't I don't like that word Um, (laughs) but that people are feeling a little bit more positive this week and like they can do this sort of feeling I I think it's up and down and I think that's the thing at the moment is the landscape of people's feelings uh, you know business owners feelings is very up and down because I also know kind of some people that almost jumped into action straight away Mm. And then it kind of hit them later. Yeah. So it's like, again, like what I was saying earlier, it's like the main thing we can do right now as human beings behind the businesses is to honor how we're feeling. Like we don't have to hide it. We don't have to suppress it. We, you know, it's like social media Mm. is changed so much over the years anyway it's so much more forgiving of vulnerabilities Mm. and I think it will be even more so now like I can feel a real shift happening on Instagram and Facebook where people are becoming even more real and I think that's I love that because I you know it's for me, you know, all like the old like sayings, people buy from people and all that kind of stuff. But I still feel some business owners feel like if they don't show up in a certain way that they won't be taken seriously or it's not professional. But actually, the minute you infuse your personality and your, you know, whatever's going on behind the scenes into your business, that's when it becomes memorable. Mm. And that, that's what I feel is happening right now on yeah. social media. And so whilst it's almost too early um, to say, and I think it it will continue to be bumpy over the coming period. Oh, you know, absolutely! It will be up and down, and it will be difficult because what's going on in the world is 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 really super upsetting, um, and there's no getting away from that. But actually, within that, like I I guess you know when I've been trying to write about it in the Facebook group, uh, I've been trying to say like looking for the light in the cracks in the mm-hmm. darkness, you know because otherwise it can feel too gloomy so like um you for example doing this podcast which is just brilliant because this is a a light in the darkness so thank you Therese yeah Um, well we're just having a delivery it's like my daughter screaming I think we've got like um I think we've got a strimmer being delivered that's You know what? We moved to Margate a few years ago. Um, we left London and it was all about, yeah, we're going to have a garden. 
we've barely used it. And so actually over the past few weeks, since my, my daughter's been home and we've been in the garden so much and it's like we we built the raised bed that we had the wood for for over a year. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah, and we just saw the first little sprouts of, like, I think it's um uh, broccoli that's yeah. coming through. And we've been wanting to do this for so long and yet life has just been so busy and we, we haven't really settled into the house at all. So that's what I'm grateful for. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for this time that I've got to spend with my family and, yeah. you know, that we can settle in and, and make our, ho- our house even more of a home. I think it's so many people have found like things that they used to do, like sorting out their gardens, planting things, yeah. baking, things that they used to be part of their lives perhaps. Like I definitely yeah. used to bake all the time but now I just <laughs> kind of stopped. And yeah. now I've kind of been doing the garden. Last year when I first ran my, started running my business, I did nothing in the garden because I didn't prioritize that. But this year I've been doing low, like we only just moved, but I've been doing a lot more and it's, actually allowing yourself to when you can't focus at work to go outside and do something else it's a real treat absolutely and also the realization that well for me anyway that I can get stuff done in a much smaller amount of time yeah like I think I you know I do kind of just sit here scrolling a lot of the time and actually now I probably you know I have a couple of hours a day if I'm lucky um at the desk and so it's making the most of that time and it's incredible what you can get done in a short space of time and actually then just saying wow okay so maybe if I stick to this afterwards then I have all this other time where I can prioritize like you say prioritize stuff that might not seem important but but it is important for so being for you know just I just, all those really homely activities yeah it's been super nice yeah. yeah I think we will all come out of this with a slightly different view and people are sort of taking it I, I think people are embracing well a lot of people I've spoken to are embracing that fact that you know it's a bit of a reset yeah Yes, yes, absolutely. In fact, when I um I woke up this morning and when I uh, looked at my Instagram feed and I scrolled and the first like dozen or so posts were people just saying what they were grateful for. And I was just like, do you know what? I follow a real bunch of amazing people. And that's what's so important with your social media feed. Like if anything's not making you feel great, like I've spoken about this for years, mm-hmm. I'm really careful about who I follow. And if anyone triggers me, I mute them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if you know, I think we're spending a lot of time staring at our screens at the moment because we want information. <laughs> we want to know what's going on outside yeah. in the world. But actually, you know, um, ha- having following a really kind of uplifting positive bunch of people that do have wobbles as well like mate this isn't about not having a wobble like this isn't about faking it at all but it's about saying you know I'm wobbling this is hard but also then in amongst that like being grateful checking your privilege and all that kind of stuff yeah Um, and just because you have a wobble I actually find it much more inspirational when people talk about having a wobble because it makes me feel like, of course, I feel compassion for 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 that person, right? Yeah. But yeah. it makes me connect with someone in a 
way different way. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I did this visualization with my therapist years ago, and she asked me what my self worth looked like to me. And the first thing that came to me was a jelly. <laughs> like, and she said, "Well, that's that's." She said that, and I was like, "Oh, it's a jelly." And she said, "Well, actually, it might wobble on the outside, but it has a really strong core." Oh, and I was like, oh my god, it does, doesn't it? So I was like, "Yeah, all right then." And I was like, "Mine being a jelly because I do wobble because I'm a human bloody being." Yeah, like I'm not just some robot on Instagram that has like success and nothing less. It's like there's all these kind of things that go on in someone's life and you can wobble all the time, but yeah, but your core, I guess your values, your, what, you know, what's important in your life, your, your vision for your business, your mission. Um, I was talking to Amanda Appiaggi last night on a, on a video call and she was, uh, she's a branding specialist. She calls her, she's an unmuddler. And she was just saying that it's, um, it's all about going back to the heart of your brand at the moment. And I, when she said that, I kind of thought about, it's almost like I'm going back to the heart of what makes me, me as well. Like what's important to me, like going back to basics, going back to what's important yeah. and all these other things that might have seemed important four weeks ago, <laughs> just <laughs> aren't important at all. And I think that that's, that's kind of amazing. And, you know, that's something that hopefully we might take with us as we progress uh, through the coming through the coming time. I hope so. <laughs> I hope we can hold on to those feelings a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. are some good things to hold on to, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing and and having a chat. It's always lovely to talk talk. And I'm I'm sure you know, it's nice to hear from someone sometimes. It's okay not to be okay or, you know, to have a wobble. You know, sometimes you just need to hear that. Yeah. Oh, God, absolutely. I'll tell you what, follow me on Instagram. I'm wobbling all the time. It's just there's, there's a wobble fest over on mine. Like, I can't, I can't help it. I can't help but be real. It's just it doesn't feel right to me otherwise. Um, but I hope that I always share my wobbles with something that's useful along you know it's not kind of all doom and gloom oh no that that is not healthy doom and gloom always not healthy but you know wobbling and then coming out stronger is inspirational yeah yeah Yeah. and just like you say knowing that we're all humans is is great yeah yeah well thank you so much for taking the time to chat and if anyone wants to join in Roller, can people still join? How is that? How? What happened? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Indie Roller is, uh, we have an annual membership um, where you can't get the physical book anymore because that was a Kickstarter exclusive, but we've made it into an, uh, an interactive PDF and it's 45,000 words of Indie Biz Joy um, and also an online course and lots of masterclasses and an amazing supportive Facebook group. And I also published a newspaper this year as well. Which is super um, exciting. (laughs) Yeah, Therese has a a brilliant article in issue one. So we're only shipping out weekly at the moment and I'm kind of just uh, playing that by ear at Mm. the moment. So at the moment, you you can still get hold of the physical thing. It's 48 pages of, uh, again, yeah, just like inspiring stories by independent business owners and also strategy by a whole bunch of amazing industry experts, including Therese. And actually, Therese, your article almost, I feel like, foresaw this (laughs) because you were talking about like 
the uh, what else? What are the alternative to trade shows? And in the paper, you um, explore kind of online trade shows and all that kind of thing. So I yeah. thought that was like such a super article. With right them now. all being cancelled and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now, like, it's like, where do you, where can you virtually kind of like go for your wholesale? So uh, yeah, so it's a funny old time in wholesale right now. But I'm sure you're going to have some brilliant guests to talk about. It is a really funny that. time, but. You know, I just spoke, Fiddler's recording an episode with a shop owner. And, you know, things are not all gloomy. Yes, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Let's fill the world with these stories. Yeah. Absolutely. I love stories. Oh, <laughs> thanks so much, Therese. Thank you so much. Have a lovely evening and thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Leona, for coming on the podcast again. And thank you so much for listening. I hope that you are enjoying this season where I'm sharing the stories of so many business owners. I hope to speak to even more and I have quite a few scheduled for next week. I find it really inspiring to hear what everyone is doing in their business, how they're coping, what they're finding challenging, what what is inspiring them right now and just really having a chat with people and seeing what's happening I suppose that's all we can do right now when we can't see each other so I'm really loving recording these episodes if you have been listening for a while you know I always ask if you would take a moment to rate and review the podcast over an apple podcast or itunes as it really helps others discover it too And of course, do subscribe if you want to hear the next episode and it will be sent straight to your device. So I will be back in the next few days with another episode. And until then, I hope that you have a lovely, lovely time and, and that you are staying healthy and you're staying safe. Thank you so much for listening.